Hello, friends. There's lots of interesting things coming up in the Stoic Coffee community, so make sure that you sign up for my newsletter on my website at stoic.coffee. You can also follow me on Twitter at stoiccoffee and on Instagram at stoic.coffee, and you can find my LinkedIn page by searching for Stoic Coffee Break on LinkedIn. Now, I also wanted to let you know that I'm starting a mastermind for tech entrepreneurs as the world of tech is accelerating, and I've had people reaching out to me for a group grounded in Stoic principles. I'll be your facilitator as we tackle some of the big questions in tech using the tools of Stoicism. I have a few spots left for senior tech entrepreneurs and decision makers to join me for a one-hour bi-weekly session. I'll be interviewing candidates to form a tight group for the first cohort of five people, plus myself. Now, if you're interested in joining this, please reach out to me at masterminds at stoic.coffee. Now, again, that's masterminds at stoic.coffee. Thanks again, and thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I appreciate your support. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. Before I begin today's episode, I want to take this time to talk about a few different things. First, I want to thank you for listening to my podcast. This has been far more successful than I ever thought it would be. Um, There's thousands of you out there, tens of thousands of you out there have downloaded episodes, and I really appreciate the emails you guys sent to me, the questions that you ask. Um, It's just really been very humbling and I don't know. It's been an amazing adventure. I also want to talk about some of the changes I've made to this podcast. Before, this was a daily podcast. And while that was fun and challenging, I found that I couldn't give topics the depth that I really needed to. So I switched this over to a weekly podcast. And I'm going to take more time to dig into a single topic, uh, probably use multiple quotes in it. And hopefully in the future, have some guests on here talking about some of these ideas. So with that, we're going to move on to today's episode, which is about judgments. And the Stoics talked a lot about judgments and opinions and perspective because they understood that events in our lives, whether from other people or from just things that happen in nature, that they're neutral, that they aren't good or bad. They simply are. It's our opinions about these things that color things as whether or not they're good or bad or pretty or ugly. And the reason why I want to talk about this is because this weekend, my partner and I took some time just to spend an evening together, and we had some good food, we played some good music, we snuggled, we talked about our future, we talked about the things that we're struggling with. And one of the things that really, I don't know, really became very clear for me is that I can be exceptionally judgmental. And this has really caused a lot of problems in my life. And it's, for whatever reason, just it really became very, very clear to me. I, I kind of had an epiphany, if you will, about, about how I treat other people and about how I can be really hard on myself as well. So that's why I want to talk about this today. And first off, so how many times have we made judgments about someone when we first meet them that later turn out to be completely wrong? Or we make judgments about a situation that turn out to be completely wrong. And Epictetus talks about this with a great quote. He says, Impressions striking a person's mind as soon as he perceives something within range of his senses are not voluntary or subject to his will. 
they impose themselves on people's attention almost with a will of their own. But the act of assent, which endorses these impressions, is voluntary and a function of the human will. Now let's pick that apart a little bit. So what he's talking about is that when we see something or hear something or sense something, that that impression comes into our mind, that we receive that data into our brain. And that's something that we can't control. We simply sense that and it's in our head and there we go. But the act of assent, which endorses these impressions, meaning the opinion that you immediately form from these impressions, and if you assent to that, if you say, yep, or you endorse that, if you say, yeah, that's the right impression, that's a voluntary function of your will. So what Epictetus is trying to tell us here is that we need to be very careful about those first impressions. We need to take time to really dig into those and make sure that we understand what's really going on. Because we're constantly being bombarded by these strong impressions and we make snap judgments all the time. We're creating these unconscious judgments about things and people just constantly. And a lot of this includes comparing ourselves to others, our friends, our neighbors, our families. We may see somebody who we think is attractive and we make all kinds of judgments about that person. We maybe think that because they're pretty that they're smart or maybe because they're pretty that they're dumb. Or maybe we see somebody that isn't very attractive, that we judge as being in, unattractive, or they're disheveled or, or something, or maybe they don't have very nice clothes or anything. And so we make all kinds of judgments about them. Maybe they're lazy, maybe they're stupid. So all these judgments that we make about other people simply by looking at them or by listening to them, I mean, do we really need to make a lot of these judgments? I mean, we also judge people by their skin color, by their accents when they talk, by how much money they have or how much money we think they have. But the thing is, is that a lot of these judgments we just don't even need. So many of these judgments are become kind of a part of our identity. They're, the, they're things that are part of our ego. They're oftentimes a way for us to feel more secure in who we are. I mean, if we think that we're better than somebody else, then we might feel good about ourselves. We feel okay. But if we have to feel good about ourselves in that way, then, I don't know, that to me just doesn't seem like a very healthy way of living. And these judgments don't really serve us and the people around us. And as Marcus Aurelius said, and this is one of my favorite quotes by him, he said, You always own the option of having no opinion. There is never any need to get worked up or to trouble your soul about things you can't control. These things are not asking to be judged by you. Leave them alone. And when we think about that, there are a lot of these things that don't really need to have our attention or don't really need an opinion about them. Um, and some of them are just trivial things, like maybe some celebrity said something stupid and, you know, do we really need to have an opinion about that? Or, you know... If we see a person walking down the street who has tattoos or a mohawk or is wearing a suit and tie, do we really need to form any kind of judgment about that? And the thing is, is about judgments is that we need to be conscious of what it is we're comparing. I mean, if you're comparing yourself to somebody else and saying that you're better than they are for some reason, then that doesn't really serve either of you. And who's to say that you are better than they are? Because what works for you isn't going to work for them. And maybe the path that they're on is it's not the same path as you. And what you deem is important doesn't mean anything to them. 
things that we that we want aren't going to be the same things that somebody else wants. So why do we make these unconscious judgments about things? Our brains like to create shortcuts, and so it sees patterns that it likes or has been taught, and it thinks that these things are safe, and it creates a shorthand to help us make quick decisions so that it can keep us safe and also to save mental energy. And when we're making judgments about things, we need to stop and think about where are these judgments or these ideas coming from? Are these ideas something that we've come up with on our own? Are they ones that were given to us growing up, maybe from our family or society or the media? These mental models that we hold on to and we use to try and make sense of the world always need to be examined because they may not be serving us. And changing these models is not easy. And sometimes we're not simply aware of them. I mean, for example, I mean, racism is something that is passed down in part of the culture that people grow up in. And a lot of people just think, well, that's just the way it is. These people are lazy or they're whatever just simply because of the color of their skin or because of the country that they grew up in. And changing a model like that is not easy. It's something that becomes ingrained and it becomes part of a belief system. And until it's questioned, it's going to remain as part of the way that you view the world and the judgments that you make about other people and judgments you make about the world. The other area I want to address is self-judgment. So we spend so much time judging ourselves and all the ways that we don't measure up. And where do these ideas for self-judgments come from? I think that most of them come from outside of ourselves. We get them from the culture that we're really raised in, maybe our families, maybe the religion that we grew up in. We have these expectations of what we should be rather than learning to accept who we actually are. When we can learn to stop the self-judgments and just be okay with who we are and stop having so many expectations about things, we really learn to lighten up and we go a lot easier on ourselves. And when we're easier on ourselves, then we're generally less judgmental of other people. I know that a lot of the anger that I've struggled with comes from expectations of things, whether that's expectations of myself, expectations of other people. I would get upset about things not going the way that I think that they should. And I would use my anger to try and control the outcome of the situation. And that usually had the effect of causing a lot more distress and making the whole situation a lot worse. So when we like learn to let go of expectations, it's like we're learning to kind of step into the flow of things. We can roll with things a lot easier because we don't have any preconceived ideas about what should be. We simply work with what is. It's kind of like in Zen, the, the whole idea of the beginner's mind, because the beginner doesn't know what to expect. So they're able to just kind of roll with what happens because they don't know, they don't have any idea of what should happen. They don't expect anything to work in a certain way. So how do we suspend our judgments of others? How do we suspend judgments of ourselves? I think that Epictetus kind of hit it right on when talking about how to deal with other people. He said, we are not privy to the stories behind people's actions, so we should be patient with others and suspend judgment of them, recognizing the limits of our understanding. And I really like that, because what it means is that we only know so much. So how can we we suspend our judgments better? I think a lot of it is we can stop thinking of things as either right or wrong, 
And we can just become curious about why something is the way it is. I mean, if we look at somebody and we, we see them in unusual clothes, maybe we can ask, why are they in those clothes? If somebody is acting a way that we think is peculiar, rather than saying it's right or wrong, why don't we ask why they're acting that way? What do they think that their actions are going to accomplish? When we are being judgmental about ourselves, maybe we can just stop and go, well, why am I thinking this way? Why did I say that thing? Or why did I act a certain way? The thing is, is if we're curious, it's much easier to be compassionate to others and be compassionate to ourselves. Because when we're curious, we recognize things as they really are. We've let go of these expectations that we might have. And we're not worried about if things are right or wrong anymore. We simply want to understand why. And that's the Stoic Coffee Break for today. Thanks for listening. Hey friends, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, please head on over to my website, www.stoic.coffee. There you'll find a link to my Patreon page where your pledge can help me make and grow this podcast. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter, browse the Stoic reading list, and find previous episodes. I really appreciate your help in building this podcast, and thanks again for listening.